Thank you for subscribing to KCWG The Truth Extra, our premium content channel. We have copies of our shows, plus exclusive content from our hosts and their guests. Also, as a subscriber, you'll be invited to participate in giveaways and events. Thank you for supporting and listening to KCWGTheTruth.com, the best internet radio on the planet. Listening to KCWJudaTruth.com. I'm your host, T. Russ, and you are listening to Real Love, Real Talk Uncut. And uh, later on, the articulate, meticulous DJ Ron will come on the air and uh, throw down here with me. We have a good show, and uh, we're going to talk about some deep things today. And just like all our shows, um, we get excited, we have some controversy. But we still have love. Today, I will do a monologue about some things uh, which our topic is today is the Bible, the King James Version, just for the Jews. Before I get into all that, I want to get out some shout outs, man, to the West Coast and to my boys in New York and my boys in North Tulsa. And my boys in Chi-Town, Chicago, Southside. I want to throw some things at you, uh, being real. When I grew up, all I heard was Jesus Christ. Uh, I understood um, when I went into the synagogue and to the church. I grew up Pentecostal, holiness, church of God in Christ. And I would always see that white Jesus hanging on that wall. And I, was, I would go like, wow. And I was a very deep cat back in the day, even as a shorty. And so I I, uh, I basically understood that if, if, if Jesus was a Hebrew, how was he white in the type of cultural climate? And so I knew that there was some misunderstandings. I knew that there was some Eurocentric mindsets. Uh, even growing up, uh, I didn't call it that. I wasn't as articulate as I am now. But I knew that there was something uneasy about 
a white Santa Claus, a white Jesus. And I understood, even at 12, 13 years old, that there had to be some type of in-between gray areas that uh, we were not looking at and were examining. With that being said, um, I understood also that we prayed to Jesus. And we prayed that we would make it in despite what color you were. You were white, black, yellow, purple. It it, it didn't matter. And I grew up with the understanding of my mother that uh, even though the Bible was for Israel, that as we got saved and filled with the Spirit, that we were adopted into the kingdom of God. And with that being said, all could come, all could share, all could be blessed, even the oppressor. And so as we get deeper You're listening deeper to exciting premium content on KCWGTheTruth.com. Uh, different, uh, let us say, submissions or breakdowns of what we call Christianity, or some don't say they're Christians, now they say they're believers. Uh, some say the Sabbath's on the Saturday, they say it's on the Sunday. Uh, you have some that are Hebrew Israelites and say the Bible is not written for anybody else but the Hebrew people or those that have been scattered in Deuteronomy 28. And so there's a lot of uh, speculation, lack of understanding or misunderstanding or miscommunication or just mere uh, factual information that some just don't believe that the Bible is written for everyone. So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to have a couple guests on. Uh, we're going to have Apostle Matten uh, from Dallas, Texas, and he's going to break down his belief. Um, and we definitely want to hear from him. But before we get into all that, I want to, I want to, I want to let everybody on the air understand that there are some things that happened in San Diego last week, and there was a shooting at the pool. And a Caucasian man walked into the swimming pool. He sat down, got a beer, and he shot seven people of color. Uh, and he killed one uh, African-American female, and her name was Monique Clark. Um, I want to, you know, just pray for the family, that they are going to be all right. I pray for them. And she had three uh, children, all females. I think there were two, six, and 11. I can't uh, think of the exact age, but our hearts at KCWG, thetruth.com, go out to her. Um, she was the niece of uh, Miss Clark, a Dark Nell Clark that we have on the guest, our guest psychologist. And they're in Seattle right now, um, getting ready to attend the funeral. Our hearts go out to you now. We hopefully will speak to you next week about the shooting and about what's going on in the world as you have a president that some say are, is instigating a lot of the hate crimes and a lot of the hatred culture you see right now and uh, today's election. So we're going to talk about that. Um, as we talk to Apostle Madden about the topic, is the Bible uh, written just for the Jews? I want you to sit back. I want you to relax. Uh, I want you to take some notes. This is very deep. I'm going to take some notes here in the studio, and I'm very curious about some of the things he's going to um, you know, bring out. I'm also going to have another couple of guests, hopefully, uh, if they show up, and I want to hear from them also. Uh, this is a station where we demand respect and we give respect. And so uh, definitely uh, stay tuned. We're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some things, what the Bible actually says. I think in the days 
uh, times, we definitely need to know the truth. And I believe that uh, I don't know all the truth. I just know what I've seen. I've known what I've gone through. I know what the Lord has did for me in my life. Um, when I look at my white brother, I love him just like my black brother. When I look at my Asian brother, I love him just like my white brother. And so I, I, I can genuinely say that I have love in my heart because of the upbringing that my mother distilled in me and what God put in me. I have not always been uh, like this, but it took time for me to uh, endorse uh, the love that I have. So we can, we're going to go ahead on a commercial break. And uh, when we come back, we will have the articulate, meticulous uh, <laughs> brother from DJ Rome out north. And he's going to be with me. We're going to break some things down. And we're going to get to the bottom of this Bible. Stay tuned. Don't go nowhere. Anybody remember these kind of songs? See, I got a few on this side that already picked it up. Play it again. Come on. Hey. Let me see what y'all got.
Black family, real love, real talk, uncut. I am your host, T. Russ, and my co-host, the articulate, meticulous DJ Rome. How you doing, sir? The fluent T. Russ. How you doing, good brother? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How you doing today? Oh, man. It's, um, it's been an interesting day, and is it time for that little oxygen mask segment? Because I was just having a conversation with the good brother Starks, and he's taking us to church already on a Thursday, so I know <laughs> he's in the mood for something good to happen tonight. But is it time for us to put that oxygen mask on real quick, brother? Yeah, I think I need to tank. Is that right? What's going on? How was your day, man? Oh, man, I'm, I'm really exhausted. Then I want to lie to Huh? He was saying the same thing. Yeah, we both look ty- we we both look like mem- mummies up here, man. We we eyes are red. We just looking at each other, bro. <laughs> but we we got an awesome show today, man. But I and I'm trying to work through it because I need to get energy for this guest that's coming up and the topic that we're going to talk about. So I need some energy. I definitely well, we, we got them for you, I'm sure, and there's no shame in feeling and looking like a mummy given that Mother's Day is coming up again, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. we get a little shout out for them, but I think uh, it's the sheer expectation that we have for ourselves to just push through anything and everything is right. quite noble. However, at what point do we call time out? I'm now, that's you. a very subjective, individualized question. And it's going to vary from person to person. But one reason why I struggle sometimes during the day is because sometimes, do you ever feel like harassed or persecuted? Or do you ever feel like, would this happen to someone else in this same position? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I go through stuff like I did today where, okay, is she saying this because I'm a brother? Right, right. (laughs) Or would anybody receive this? It wasn't abuse and really makes you sort of uh, hit the pause button to make sure that you're not being overly thin. You're listening to exciting premium content on KCWGthetruth.com. If we get tired from that, if we become annoyed by that, I think what's important about what we try to do here is that we, we, we acknowledge it and we process it. I like what you said right before the break. You know, it's all about respect. I think it's also about respect for selves because we have to give ourselves the benefit of the doubt sometimes because when we are actually experiencing something, it's there for a reason. It's definitely there to teach us something, and it's up to us uh, to be able to hopefully embrace the lesson so that we don't keep stumbling over it over and over again. But it was one of those days where I kind of, it made me look back. I was in a situation years ago, man, and uh, it, it was somebody who hadn't been in the business as long as me was actually trying to tell me what to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really? I know I know this better than you, and you, you coming to check me? You coming for me? Really? <laughs> yeah. Are, are you doing this because you don't think I know? It's right. like, you need to stand back. Right. And then, yeah, and I have to wonder, okay, am I just being thin-skinned? Or do I need to uh, just chill out? Right. Anyway, um, that's what I'm going through, man. So my, my oxygen mask for the evening is just to um, acknowledge that sometimes I do feel frustration, and it's okay. And there are moments when I need to uh, call that time out, man. I need to call time out and give myself a chance to breathe, give myself credit for being able to identify when I'm feeling the need to slow down mm-hmm. and be gentle with myself when I need to slow down and not be so hard on myself. Easier said than done, but I'm trying to practice that, man. How about you? I think that I can piggyback off what you're saying and also articulate a situation where I have to look at my mind, my body, and my spirit. 
And there are times where a vice principal or principal will walk up to me and say, hey, there was a particular individual that tried to talk to you. Did you not have time for them? And there are times I would say and make this comment, I need to do self-counseling at that, at that moment. And they'll go, what do you mean by that? And I'll go, well, you know, a lot of times we listen to everybody's problems, even the teachers, the administrators, the parents, the students, even the dog. And so no one... The dog? The dog. Yeah, but the dog, man. <laughs> <laughs> the dog is talking. It's a dog. And well, so we, we have to acknowledge when we have had enough. And sometimes mm-hmm. I have had to say, excuse me, uh, can I talk to you later? I need a moment. Mm-hmm. And... Right now, I've got a lot of things going on with me, and I've even given in services where I'll tell teachers, I will say to you, hey, I need a moment. And that moment is for that self-regulation where I need to give right. myself a hug and encouragement because there's no, around, no one around like me or no one around like you that has that psychological expertise. And so I have to take a time out, and I have to regroup. I go take some, drink some water. I might go read a scripture in my, in my office. I may do some things to build myself back up for the next round. And so that I'm able to, between rounds, make make it into the last round. Or in our case, the end of the day. Which we don't know what that is. Because if we get caught on a crisis, there is no time clock at that time. We're there until the bell rings and whatever that happens. Um, and, and it happens like this, man. So I, I'm definitely feeling you. Um when I heard not to switch lanes, that there was a shooting in San Diego, and I spoke to our great uh, personality, Nell Clark, which comes on uh, as my mentor, psychologist, right. and she sounded exhausted. It's the first time I ever saw her. It's the first time knowing her about 15, 16 years. I've never heard her tired in her voice, never. And <clears throat> she stated my, my companion just lost his mother, and I just lost my niece in the same day. And same day? In the same day. And so she was like, I need to regroup. And mm-hmm. when I hear her say that, she's stronger than me, brother. Right. <laughs> and so I consider myself a strong brother. She's stronger than me. I have to pull on her coattail. And so I just needed to give her that space and just let her vent and you know, pray for her and her family and the loss. And uh, and I'm pulling it together right here in this studio, man. And you are very encouraging. Um, you know, when I hear your voice, man, because the Bible states iron is sharp, sharpens iron. And I need that iron right now. And so right now, my voice is getting a little bit stronger. My back is strong. My head is being held up. And okay, let's go on and make this show. And let's not only throw knowledge out, but entertain. Because it's going to be a very entertaining show tonight most definitely i want to send my condolences to her family because there's nothing more humble than loss and especially tragic loss it makes you realize how sometimes even you can really it puts everything in perspective because when you when you realize you've been tripping over something and then you hear that story then you really start to wonder maybe i should count my blessings and maybe i should really hug and love the ones close to me every day hug them even closer and tighter because there is no preparation for uh, a day like that or an episode like that. Absolutely. I remember the day I got my best friend had been, you know, taken down. I mean, it's heavy. Yeah, and to, to have experience within a family, that's, um, that's heavy, you know, and I, I'll join you in prayer with, um, with you 
that Nell's family can pull together and find some strength and some um, reasoning through this because this is a heavy, heavy time. It's hard to prepare for this, man. Even as well-trained as I know she is, this is difficult. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. And with that being say, uh, said, DJ Rome, we mm-hmm. are going to talk about is the Bible for the Jews. Mm-hmm. Now, and, th- and this mm-hmm. is my perspective before we bring uh, uh, the guest on. There are a lot of people okay. out there angry. And they're looking at the election. They're looking at Trump. Uh, they are. I have looked at Trump. They're looking with their eyes. Sometimes you got to look in your spirit and say, God, what are you doing? What What are you allow? Mm-hmm. Not what are you doing, but what are you allowing? Okay. Because because God knew He would be in that office. So a lot mm-hmm. of times we look at the man, but we need to look at the spirit of the man, and we're looking at need to look at the t- signs of the times. And we need to look at what's getting ready to come upon this land. God is in control. So what we're going to do, man, we're going to take this break, and we're going to bring that, this guest on. And we want to hear, uh, I want to hear what he has to say, man. Let's take some notes and uh, show this brother some love. Apostle Matten. Well, let's take a little break and okay. let's hit a little joint, and uh, we'll be back, man. Okay, then. Exhausting day, but you sound good, DJ. You sound good, and uh, thanks for the encouragement. I appreciate you very much. I appreciate you, brother. Hey, check it. We uh, we have a special guest. I have been knowing this brother for a long time, and uh, we uh, Apostle Madden. Before I introduce him, uh, I love this brother because you know I was getting ready. To, I have lived in Texas, and uh, 
He has shown me great love. And, man, there's times we have controversy, man, because some things I don't understand where he's come from. Sometimes I do. And so, you know, I'm controversial. Everybody knows that. And he's a little controversial, but he always has shown me love. And uh, you're listening to exciting premium content on KCWG. You're listening to exciting premium content on KCWGTheTruth.com. Amen. God bless. God bless. God bless each and every one. I'm doing good. I'm glad to have you on the line. This is uh, the co host, uh, the articulate, meticulous DJ Rome. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah. So, 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 Apostle, you know, we got you on the line, man, and we've talked, and I kind of wrote a couple notes down, and uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw some, uh, just a couple things, man, make a couple statements, and I just want you to take over, and and uh, the course of topic is is the Jews. Uh, well, I'm sorry, is the Bible written exclusively for the Jews or the Israelites? Now, I've been thinking about this, and, uh, you know, uh, no disrespect, and I'm going to throw some things at you out there for people to really write down. Um, and, and I may get in trouble from my mom, but this is what I want to say. Is is God fair? Is God fair? It's my, my first comment. My second comment is God racist? And the reason I say that because if... I threw this topic at a Caucasian man, and I said, if I told you that the Bible is exclusively for the Jews, what would you say to me? And he says, I would say that your God is racist, which I know that my God is not. And I said, well, who is your God? He said, my God is Yahweh. My God is the Savior, the Son of uh, 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 of, of God. My, my God is Elohim. And so I said, huh, so you, so you really think that? He says, yes, I've been raised in a church all my life. And so I talked to different diverse people in different denominations, and I would say 90%, maybe 95% have the same conclusion that the Bible is written for everyone. But when I talk to the 10% over here, and you're included in that 10%, they would tell me, I think they got it all wrong. And I want to... I want to hear. I want to give you the spotlight. We want to give you the spotlight, and we want you to some throw some things, give some knowledge at us to 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 uh, allow us to get some clear understanding about the topic tonight, Apostle. Amen. Well, um, one of the things that I, I first of all want to uh, I would like to share with everyone. Uh, my opinion means nothing. The only opinion that I feel that I have that that means a great deal is the opinion that I believe that the Bible is the spirit and the true word of our living Yahweh. Okay. Um, second, secondly, the only opinion that I could ever give is his word and his word should be uh, perfectly clear with uh, each and every one of us. If we read it according to the way it is. Now, now, throughout the years that I've been in ministry, uh, uh, ever since I've been a pastor, and that's for 17 years, but after I began to uh, talk to a brother sometimes, showing me some things, he be, I began to start looking at the Bible in a whole different way. And the way the Bible is... You're kind of breaking up, Apostle. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now, yeah. Um. Like one of the topics that 
really not a topic, but it's something that you brought up tonight. And um, now I, I want to read this scripture. I want to read the scripture to you, and, and if you have it with you, uh, turn turn with me there. Um, uh, Zechariah, the eleventh chapter, Zechariah. And when you have it, just just amen or, or I'm there or whatever. Yeah, we listening. Go ahead, sir. Okay, Zechariah chapter eleven, uh, starting with verse four. It says, it "Is Yahweh my Elohim? Feed the flock of the slaughter." Fifteen says, "Whose possessors slay them and hold themselves not guilty, and they that sell them say, Blessed, I am rich, and their own shepherds pity them not." Now, if we if just if we just look at today's society, we ain't even got to go back into Deuteronomy twenty-eight and all those things that identify. That, that the curses actually came upon the Israelites, and we're the ones who experienced those curses. I agree. Even, even okay. up to this day. I agree. Okay. So, so when we look at this, even today from Trayvon Martin and all the young, young black men that is being shot down and killed, and then they come back with a verdict that, that the officers is not guilty. And we know that it's just plainly low-down, cold-blooded killing going on. And so, and so, when I look at this scripture, I say, okay, it's, it's a prophet. He's not talking about the first Egypt captivity. He's talking about what's going to happen in the future. And so now we hear in the future, and here's the scripture talking about the our possessors. They slay us and and not hold themselves guilty uh, for it. And and that that actually is some of the things that take place today, and that's that's just an opener uh, of course, what you said about the, the 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 guy that came and shot all the people at the park and and things like this here. It's like that uh, we have a target on because of who we are. Okay, we uh, for 400, 400 years we have been called uh, Negroes. Uh, out. Your phone's your phone's uh, breaking up again. Every, Apostle. Okay, what about now? Okay, you're clear. Okay, we've been we've been called so many bad words today, uh, such as African Americans. Okay, America is actually named after a Caucasian. Okay, Americas Vespucci, and then you have Africa, which is named after uh, a Cisapio Africanus. Now, how can we be? How can we have a a a, a nation of people called African Americans, which is named after two Caucasian dudes? Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. So, so we have been lied to so much, and the only way that we can get to the truth is by going actually to the Bible. Now, uh, Matthew's uh, Matthew's. Uh, uh, let me find it right fast. It talks about, uh, and I know you have heard about the uh, Canaanite woman, right? Okay. She, she comes to him and she asks him, she said, oh, good master, my, my daughter is vexed with a spirit. And, uh, and, uh, and you, can you help me? And he says, uh, no. Um, matter of fact, let's, let, let's, I'm going to read it from the word. That way I won't be uh, saying nothing out of context. 15, uh, Matthew's. 15 and 21, it says, Then Yahweh, Yahweh, 
into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O master, the son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a demon. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she cried after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Okay? Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Master, help me. But he answered and said, It is not me to take the children's bread and cast it to a dog. And she said, Truth, master, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Yahawashah answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. He never done nothing for her. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Now, when we look at that text, we see that he just said, Woman, so be it as unto your faith. Your faith. But he would not lift a hand. He would not lift a prayer. He would not lift nothing to her because she was a Canaanite woman. And a Canaanite woman is an African woman. And we have been told this story for so many years. We derive from Africa. Okay? Well, I would ask them to sell their own people to the Grecians. That's a question that we really need to think about. Why would they sell us if we're supposed to be African? Well, they knew who they were selling, okay? They knew who they were selling. And in A.D. 70, when we came up, uh, uh, when Rome came to persecute us, we, uh, about over a million of us, left up out of Rome, and I mean up out of uh, uh, Israel, and ran over into the uh, mountains, into the hills of Africa, because the people was the same color as us, and we knew that we could we could uh, uh, hide out there. And so, if Christ was, if 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 the Israelites was a, a Caucasian people, there's no way that they could go r run and hide over into Africa, where there's a bunch of uh, people of color. And uh, uh, the Caucasians or, or the Grecians or the Romans, whoever is, we know is white folks and so-called white folks, and they're looking for Israel. So they would go hide over there. And so where did I hear this story at before? Well, you got to remember when Christ was a little boy, when he was a little boy, and the king sought to kill him. The angel came and told Joseph and Mary to take him to the hills. And where did he go? Over in, they went over into Egypt because they was the same identical color. And so the picture that they've been showing us and the picture that they have been deceiving us with for so long is Caesar Bajor. He is the uh, son of the sixth pope uh, uh, um, of, of, of Rome Church. And that's who they use. And the, matter of fact, him and, uh, and Leonardo da Vinci, the artist, who, who, who painted that picture was was lovers, okay? And so and so here we have a white image of 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 uh, our Lord and Savior, and and then the Bible tells us something totally different of his color. 
said his his feet was the color of brass as it had been burnt in a furnace. So you take anything, you take a white piece of paper and burn it in the furnace, what color is it going to come out to be? Hmm. It's going to come out black, black or mm -hmm. dark. And so that was the color of our, our Savior. Uh, a lot of these scriptures in here, I think we read over because this is what we was taught in the uh we was taught in the uh, 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 Christian church, or, or as Master has taught us, and uh, we never really stop and think about really looking at what these scriptures really said. And if you remember, the angel came and told uh, uh, Mary and Joseph the name to give the Messiah, and that name was, guess uh, 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 we'll say, you, you, you that's up. everybody's used to. Okay, I can hear you now. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, that's what everybody's used to—the name Jesus. So we're gonna we're gonna just use that for the, uh, uh, just to uh, uh, fulfill uh, uh, you know uh, the listeners or whoever to getting upset or saying you don't know what he's talking about. But uh, I do know this much that the letter J never came out until the uh, 1600s. I give it the 1500s. Okay, mm -hmm. and 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 here 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 we are calling his name Jesus when Jay wasn't even in the uh, uh, Greek language back then. True. Neither in the Hebrew language. True. That's true. Okay. Mm -hmm. So so um, so in in the book of Matthews, here it is again. It says it says uh, verse one. I mean chapter one, verse twenty one. It says, and she shall bring forth a son. And thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. He didn't say save everybody. He said he will save his people. Who is his people? He came up out of Judah. He was considered the Lion of Judah. Okay? And, and so when we stop and think about these lost tribes and, 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 and see... Uh, another one too, because I, I love scripture. Because script, like I said, scripture is the only answer for uh, uh, all of our all of our um, problems. Uh, we look also at the book of James, chapter one, in verse one. James, a servant of Yahweh, and the master of Jesus, the Messiah, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad. Greetings. Okay, so who is who is he talking to? He's talking to uh, uh, James is 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 giving a greeting to twelve tribes which are scattered. Okay, we're the only people don't know who we are. True, but we do know one thing. According to Deuteronomy twenty-eight and verse number sixty-eight, we were brought here to this America on ships. Okay, and we were sold for the highest bid. And that's exactly what the scripture said, that we will be sold for the highest bid. Let's look at another thing to compare Judah with Jesus. Jesus was beaten. Huh? Say that again. For you. For you, okay. You're making some very fascinating points, and there's a reason why the narrative has stood the test of time, if you will, in favor of a particular ethnicity or race. And for what purpose do you find it necessary to emphasize these points? Okay, uh, because of we thinking 
that our oppressor, who has called himself a white man, called us a black man. Why? Because white is holy and good, and black is is supposed to be, you know, everything from the dark side, blah, blah, blah. But we're not black. We are people of color, brown-skinned, textured people, okay? And when we know that we uh, come out the lineage of a a a a a, a brown-skinned savior that lifts up the morale and gets rid of the slave mindset. And a lot of us here, even in the Christian churches, we are up under so much of masters. Uh, uh, mindset, even to the point, watch this here, nowhere in the Bible does it say you lay hands on man and they'll fall all down and start doing all this. I used to, I used to believe in that stuff until I started coming to the knowledge. One place I've seen where Christ in the Bible, he he laid hands on the woman full of palsy and prayed for her and said she raised up and began to praise the most high. And the stuff in Christian churches nowadays, we ain't trying to win souls. We trying to win dead presidents. And 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 so so my my message is to try to wake our people up. We are Judah here in America, and we need to wake up so that we can make it into the kingdom of of, of the Most High. And our oppressor which is really, if you go back through your Bible and do the research, it's a guy by the name of Esau. He was a red man who loves raw meat. Look at the so-called, and I do say so-called, white man today. He is really literally red. He's a pinkish color, which is the derivative of, of red. So, so in, the, in the word of the Most High, it tells us in the New Testament, and I wanna I wanna make sure I get the right scripture so that we'll so that we'll all be uh, uh, together and you understand the message uh, a lot clearer. But Esau is it was actually uh, let me let me ask a question right fast before I go there. Um, do do God love everybody? That's a good question, Roll. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, do I, I mean, no, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think he does. That, uh, yeah, I believe so, and I believe that each group, ethnically or racially, is going to uh, create God in their image rather than the other way around. And I think if you ask ten different uh, groups that same question, I think you'll get a respective number of answers. But I, I think so. I know he loves me, and I know that there's different. Oh interpretations within all biblical doctrines, then um, what version of the Bible are you reading from? Which version? King James? I'm reading I'm reading the only version that we should all be reading from. Because all the other versions, the NIV, the living and I used to love I used to be a living, loving Bible man, okay? Uh, uh as a matter of fact I, I got that from my from my sister, uh uh matter of fact, uh uh, uh, uh DJ Russ's uh, mother. I got I, I love that living Bible. I I mean that was my Bible. But then I'll start to begin to see that a lot of these translations, a lot of the word is taken out. Okay, uh, that 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 leads us to the truth. Went back to the King James version. Okay, 
and and if you if you guys would well let me ask well let me let me let me let me answer that question too i haven't got a chance to answer okay okay um hope i'm not talking too loud um i uh talk a little lighter okay can you hear me now i don't i can hear you always okay i don't believe he does just for the simple fact that in the Bible, he says he God chastens, chastens those that he loves. Okay? Mm-hmm. He chastens those mm-hmm. that he loves. And another scripture in the Bible, and I may be paraphrasing, is that um, he called those that were not his children the wicked. Okay? He called them the wicked. Exactly. And so when I, when I see the wicked, um, and I see pedophiles, and I see murderers, I do know that when uh, the murderer was on the cross with Christ, Christ did not talk to him until the murderer said, how do I get into heaven with you? And basically he had to repent in order to, for him to be his own, in order to be for his love to shine on him. You feel me? So mm-hmm. a lot of people will say, hey, he, he loves me, he loves me. But God says that, uh, he says, honor me and I'll honor you. Uh, if you're ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. Mm-hmm. So, so, so God has a personality, and a lot of people think God is fair. God is not fair. He didn't say he was fair. He said he was just. There's nowhere in the Bible that says he's well, fair. He said he was just. Now, with that being said, um, you have a lot of people out here, especially the homosexual community, um, that will say God loves me too. Now, here's the flip side. Uh, I always say, even though I love God, I'm a Christian, I have a sinful nature, and I'm not perfect. Romans 3.23 says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So I can't sit up here and put myself in front of the homosexual and say, oh, I, he loves me, but he don't love you. Now, that's the other flip side of it. I go, as Paul said, I beat myself back in blue, for I'm the chief sinner. And so uh-huh. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing my mind. I lay before God and say, God, forgive me on a daily basis so that he can recognize me as his child. I'll just go there. Thoughts? Mm-hmm. You make an well, point, and Mr. Madden, what made you ask that question? That was the question. Uh, well, because, because I, like I said, when we first opened up and, and I, and I uh, a dialogue, the first thing I said is, my opinion means nothing but the word of God, the word of the Most High, the word of Yahweh, okay, is it, 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 the only opinion that I know, okay? And, 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 and you know, I heard um, uh, uh, DJ Russ say earlier that, that you know, uh, he don't know all things, but the Bible says, it tells us in the, in the book of uh, 1 John, it tells us that when we are with or full of the spirit of Yahweh, we know all things. And see, this is where we are going off the course. Because remember, if we have Christ, we can do some things. We can do all things through Christ, right? Just like he just made the statement, said he's not perfect. But the Bible says that the man of God must be perfect and thorough, not lacking nothing. Why? Because we are got to show, the pastors need to be showing the people how to become perfect. That's the reason why Christ has to be perfect for the Father's purpose. Everything that leads us up to Ephesians 
science and want. And a lot of stuff that we have been told ain't even in the like God loves everybody. Okay? He hates the he he hates the sin, but he loves the person. Well, you got to remember, if he hates the sin, the person is committing the sin. And the Bible says, I despise both of them. A homosexual back then should have been killed by Israel, by, by, by the people of Israel. We're supposed to kill them. They're supposed to be put to death. But he said, have our hands because if we kill somebody today because of their sins, that, that you know what, what the penalty would be to his people. Okay, so, 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 so I, got I got a question. I got a question. And uh, okay, okay. two questions. One, the Bible says to abide by the laws of the land. Just let's put that on the side. And number two, so are you telling me that when I look at a Joe Osteen and I look at a uh, Kenneth Hagin and I look at a Ron Parsley mm-hmm. and I look at all these guys that profess. Well, I, hate, I hate the bro. Okay, go ahead. Uh, but you're looking at devil. I'm, look, looking I'm looking at, at devils? devils? You look straight at devils. Wow. Why is that? Why did you say he, that? Well, I told you. He don't even open up a Bible. Okay? <laughs> if we could get to this scripture, I'll tell you why. If we could just look at this scripture. Okay. You, you'll see exactly what the word is saying. If you go to Romans chapter 9, and I try to find all the scriptures that I can in the New Testament of people that have a problem with the Old Testament. And you got to remember, after after the, the, the freedom of Egypt, everything right for today. So there's no such thing as no really Old Testament unless you go first. You, you break it up. Okay. You break it up again, Apostle. Huh? You break it up. Okay, you got to keep your phone right there. Go ahead. All right, all right, you guys, are you are you in, in, in Romans chapter 9? I'm there with you. Go ahead. Okay, verse number 13. Okay, we're right there. As oh. it is written, Jacob I have loved, but Esau have I hated. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? Certainly not. For he said to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So then, it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of Elohim that showeth mercy. So that's telling me that if he choose the, 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 these, these navigators, here in America to be his people and those that have been scattered throughout the whole whole, whole uh, earth, then that's his choice. And so if you see Esau is that red man again that loved red meat and the Most High say he hated him. Why? Because he wanted to sin. And you can find this in Obadiah chapter 1 and read that. And you see in Obadiah where, where Esau is trying his best to exalt himself above the throne of the Most High. He wants to take down everything. And so that is the, that's the white man. And then if we go to Job. Uh, Job chapter 9, we'll see another, uh, uh, um, um, uh, we'll see another, um, where is it, let me see, uh, are you looking that up, can I, uh, can I throw something out there while you're looking for that? That's very interesting what you're yes, talking yes, about. Yes, yes, go right in, go right in. So, um, the reason why this is interesting to me is because I have long grown up.
up in the church long ago, though, and I consider myself more of a spiritual brother now than anything else. And the reason why I consider myself to be as such is because I believe that sticking with God is something that was instilled in me as a child, and I just have never walked away from him. And what I have chosen to sort of look at that is the different versions of history in the form of biblical doctrine. Joe, Joe 924. I'm very, I'm very cautious about um, what I read, what I listen to. I, I'm open to listening to anything that comes from Christian doctrine and biblical scriptures, but I'm always skeptical. What version are we talking about? How many times has it been revised? How many times has it been revised? What version are we stemming and gleaning the essence of these scriptures from? Was it written by the hand of man? Of course it was. What man? And so anytime any man has touched and purported to be reporting on the word of God, I'm always cautiously uh, open. But I have to say that it, it, it's challenging for me to not, I mean, in terms of just the empowerment of what you're talking about, I love it. Because I believe if it wasn't if it wasn't so important, it wouldn't have been forced down our throats in the way it was for all these years. That Jesus was white, God is white. Amen. I agree with that. Amen. They've had an agenda Amen. with that all years, and we have bought into that. So there is a reason behind it. And so on the flip side, someone could come and say, "Well, you guys are just trying to make yourselves feel good." Well, what's wrong with that? Especially if we think it's the truth. And so, well, to what? Good point. Yeah, to, to what That's degree a good point. do you have to what degree do you have confidence that what you're citing as far as scripture is accurate? What is the source of it? And I'm asking because I'm trying to learn. You know, I'm I'm not interested in so much what people know and my spirit of how I approach this is that, you know, people don't care about what I know. They only care about what you know once they feel that you care. And mm-hmm. I'm approaching this as a spirit yeah. of I'm here to to what degree do you have confidence that what you're sharing with us as far as scripture is accurate and what and what other uh, resource are you you gleaning these lessons from because the, the bible has a lot of life stories and life lessons that we can all apply to our lives in modern day um to what degree are you confident that these scriptures are indeed directly from god okay number one is i used to think uh the way we was taught by master, okay? I used to think that, hey, this is for everybody. Hey, this is, uh, this, these scriptures, uh, ain't nobody gonna, but everybody in the Bible is, is, is white. And so when the Bible says that, that, that they will open up the book and they will begin to paint the likeness of themselves in the book, okay? As we had grown up, and I'm 58 years old, okay? And, and, and when I grow up, uh, uh, all I knew was everybody was white. Well, then when I began to get into the King James Version of the Bible, okay? I don't read no other versions no more. All I read is the King James Version. And the, what made me really stick to the King James Version is one day something hit me and said, look up King James. And I looked up King James and found out even they lied about a black king who used to be a ruler of England at one time. And he was an Israelite as well. And he, he said that he did not write the Bible. What he did is he got, he got Israel scholars, Hebrew scholars and Greek scholars, to go 
it together in English so that we would have this record today, okay? Mm-hmm. And and so right. and so and so when I go and I see in Revelations where Christ says that that whoever don't uh, don't uh, heed to this record and and uh, the, of, about me, then 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 you're not of him. You know what I'm saying? And and John actually wrote the record. And then I began to start going into the Bible, and everybody I found was a person of brown skin color, even to the point where the Bible says Israel uh, should not be ashamed. Neither should their faces ever wax pale. The Most High knew that we was going to be lied to and told a bunch of crap and told that, 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 that the, the pale face, and if you remember, the, the, the Indians used to call the, 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 the so-called white man pale face, right? True. And so I began yeah, I to start before. seeing all these scriptures, huh? Yeah, I said I have heard that before, yeah. Yeah. Here's another one. Listen to Job well, let's, let's, 9 and 24. Well, let's take a break. We're going to come back. We need a okay. breather. We're going to come yeah. back, and we'll we'll try to bring somebody else along with you, and uh, we'll try to make it happen. Let's take a uh, hit a little joint, uh, and uh, we'll be right back. All right. Hey, you're listening to KCWG, The Truth, The Best Internet already on the planet and uh it's about 36 after the hour as we uh are listening to the show uh, real love real talk uncut with your uh with your guest and host dj rome and the author of the main man of the host show is t russ so uh hold on we'll be right back we got some good stuff for you tell somebody tell everybody tell lottie dottie Hey, that uh, T. Russ is on the air tonight. God bless you. Hey, stay tuned. We're going to be right back. Recession, depression, and unemployment. This song's for you. Today's a new day. But there is no sunshine. Nothing but clouds and it's dark in my heart. And it feels like a cold night. Today's a new day. with you. I almost gave up, but a power that I can't explain. 
back we're back family what's going on what a heavy heavy topic uh this is your boy t russ real love real talk uncut and the articulate meticulous dj wrong dj i know you were like what's this brother coming hey you are Hey, hey, you, 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 you are meticulous and, and articulate man but uh i have a also a special guest uh we have a producer, uh, Pastor Starks, and we have a guest of the guest, or the man of the guest, Pastor Mike, I believe his name is. Are you here on the line with me? Yes, I'm right here. How you doing, sir? Uh, by the grace of God, I'm doing all right. Okay, okay. Hey, so I, I hope you've been listening in, and we have Apostle Madden still on the line. And before I let Pastor Madden... Uh, you know, continue. I want to get your thoughts on what you've heard so far uh, from Apostle Madden. What's your thoughts and uh, about the topic tonight? And where are you? Where do you stand? Uh, I got the first part of it, and the question I wanted to ask is: uh, Is he saying that salvation is only exclusively to the, 
black people. Is that the gist of the argument? As uh, Apostle? Uh, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it is not for Esau. Uh, uh, and there's a group of people today which is called Esau, and, uh, and uh, they have uh, did so much wrong, which they're called Edom now or Idumia. Uh, uh, in today's society, which is considered uh, the red man, and it's not the Indian. There is uh, Indians who is also uh, uh, mistreated and in slavery, who shut the hands of, of this same uh, person, and, and, and when he shut their hands, they, they, they made agreements of uh, signified uh, trees, and, 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 and Esau broke each and every one of them and slaughtered over 60 million Native Americans and took their land from them, which they are over today. Uh, not only that, they have taken so many of uh, what we call so-called Mexicans, and they have uh, uh, did them so uh, uh, terribly wrong, took them to Spain and, 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 and the Spaniards, which is also uh, uh, um, children of uh, Esau. Those people are not going to be saved according to the Bible. So, uh, and and um, the Esau would, would be the white race? Okay. Um, can, can, can we look at it like this here? Let's look at it through a scripture. The earth is given into the hands of the wicked. He covered the faces of the judges thereof. If not, where? And who is he? Okay, who is the person that runs the whole earth? Is it the Chinese? Is it the Mexican? Is it the black man? Who is it? I think we run into a, a whole lot of trouble if we uh, lock out a certain uh, group of people out of heaven. Uh, I believe in Revelation, doesn't it let us know that uh, there will be those that are saved from every nation, tribe, kindred, and tongue? Exactly. And so some of our people, if we go back and do our history, we'll find out that some of our people, some of Israel, was caught up in Greece and learned the Greek way. That's the reason why Greek uh, uh, writing is in the Bible, because we learned some of the Greek customs, and we, and, 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 and we forgot about it. And even, even here in America, Hebrew is, our, is supposed to be our language. But they beat Hebrew out of us and learned us this English language. And, and the Bible says, he says that I will reach my people in a foreign tongue and bring them back to their native language, okay? What people do you know that has been separated from everything that belongs to them? Who is your people? Well, we, we, we look from our perspective, but I imagine you can say that about a lot of different uh, racial groups. They've had their uh, amount of persecution, uh, whoever they might be. They've uh, suffered in, in ways that might be... Uh, uh, the same as we suffered, maybe not more in depth, maybe because okay. we're looking at it from a black perspective. But uh, there have been others that have been uh, tortured and beat and mistreated and done wrong, also. Yeah, but 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 if we look, see, if we go back and look at Deuteronomy 28, there's nobody on the planet that fits those curses. Nobody, even to the point where we were brought here on ships and we were sold to the highest bidder, to the very, every curse that's in Deuteronomy 28 from 15 to 68, 
identifies us as a people. Okay? So so the Bible tells us that even those that lie and say that they're Jews, the Bible says in two places that they are not Jews. They say that they are, but they worship in the synagogue of Satan. See, we see this is what gets us. This is what gets us. We want everybody to be saved. We think Jesus is coming back with love and kisses and hugs for everybody. And that's nowhere in the Bible. Apostle. I don't believe that Jesus is going to come back and save everyone, but the gospel is, is something that is preached to all nations. And I don't think that uh, white people should be excluded. Uh, I don't think the Bible excludes the white man from the uh, from what the gospel is able to do. I don't think the gospel excludes any race of people. Pastor Starks. Hey, uh, uh, Apostle uh, Madden, I want to ask you, uh, do you have any seminary training? No. Do you have any form of uh, systematic training or how the Bible is broken down? Yes, you know, and it's just the same way that Paul said he got it. No man taught it to me. It was given to me from the Most High. But but you can't say that about Paul. Be, question, be, uh, excuse me? No, I was just saying, that's an interesting question. What makes you ask that? Well, because Paul studied under Grammero, which is one of the most prestigious uh, seminaries of that day. So Paul was not an uneducated man. Paul was really a, a very scholar of, of his day. I mean, he, he was a head and shoulders above everybody of their day. But the only thing I want to say is because of this, for, for every text, there's a context. Okay, and you just can't pull one scripture out of the text and make it mean something. See, for for every text, there's a context, no, I, and if you, and if you do, I, hold on, Apostle. If you do that, then you pimping the text. Okay. You are pimping the text, okay? okay? Because you're making the text sound what you want it to say, and not what it's meant to say. You're listening to exciting premium content on KCWG. Absolutely, you're listening to exciting premium content on KCWGTheTruth.com. Oh, I'm waiting on your comment that they made. They were saying that oh. you have to have context oh. because of, of 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 the text or the singular text, and just making okay. it making okay. it what you wanted to. Okay. Okay. All right. So since I'm making it what I want to, have you ever have you heard me say one time that laying on of hands and people falling all out that that's written in the Bible? Well, let me, let me ask you this. No. Wait a minute, Apostle. Hold on. Wait a minute, Apostle. Apostle, hold on. Who, who, who was the first Gentile that the Holy Spirit came to? <laughs> a bunch of lost Jews. Look up the word Gentiles and see what it is. But, 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 but let me, but no, no, I'm, I'm asking you the question. Who was the first person that this that 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 Peter laid hands on to bring the Holy Spirit to the Gentile race. Was, 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 was Paul? No, Peter. Peter did it. Not Paul. Peter did it. Uh, I haven't studied that one. So, so tell me who it is. It's Cornelius. 
Cornelius and his family, he said okay. he prayed to God that he would bring oh, yeah. the Holy yeah. Spirit. Right. And, and he laid hands, Peter laid hands on Cornelius and his family. And that was the door to open up to the Holy Spirit to come into the Gentile race. Okay. Now, okay, now let's look at something else, Paul saying. Let's see if let's see if we can take it out of time. Wait a minute, wait a minute, but you, want, you just want, wait a minute, but you, but 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 Apostle, you just said that there was nowhere in the Bible that they laid hands on people and they fell out and they did all that. They did lay hands on people. Paul 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 laid hands on Timothy. Paul Paul, Paul laid hands on Timothy. Brother preacher, come on. He laid hands on them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. It had nothing to do with all that falling down and all that there. But how do you know? Uh, you weren't there. The reference where Christ, you were not there. That, but this is not in the Bible what you're saying and saying this is the thing that this is the thing that is hurting the church. It is no way in the world that we can both read Dr. Seuss' book and come up with something different totally out of it. But when it comes to the Bible, all get things so confused and tied up. But if we would listen to the scriptures and stop coming with our opinions, and and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pointing fingers at nobody. But I think that you are, you are, you you absolutely are. But but I I now, but the, the, well, the, let's look at it like this here. Let's let's can we look at the scriptures of, of Brother Preacher? Let's look at the scriptures. In Hebrews twelve and sixteen, it says. Lest there be any fornicator or profane persons as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. For ye know how that afterwards, when he would have inherited the blessings, he was rejected. For he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. Now, that, what what would that mean to you? Well, I think if you would go back and look at what Esau was, uh, Esau was a people. It was the Edomites. They were the Edomites. Edomite. Right. Idumia. Right. 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 So, so them people still live today. They do not live today, sir. Who are those people? Would you? Uh, but but you. But you, you're, you're bringing the argument. Who would you say that they are? Well, I, according to Hebrews and according to everything that I have read about them, they are the ones who come out of the Caucasus Mountains in Georgia, and they're the ones who are considered the wicked. And the Bible I just read earlier in the book of Job, where the, wick, the, hands, the earth has been given into the hands of the wicked. Now I'm not taking nothing out of context. Well, did, but wait a minute, did, did you say they're out of Georgia? Apostle. The most wickedest people on the planet. Apostle. Yes, Apostle. Did you say they came out of Georgia, yes, like like Atlanta, Georgia? They came out of Russia. Caucasus oh, Russia. In Russia. <laughs> yeah, in Germany, Russia, in that area. That's where they came from. Y'all, y'all need to. It's a, it's a book out called The 13th Tribe. And this is where one of the guys, uh, Kessler, is, is the author. And he wrote this book. And he used to be one of the so-called, quote-unquote, Jewish people. And then he went back and he did his research. And he found out 
that where the people really come from, and he found out that he had been lied to by the Jewish people. And, and, and a lot of times you'll see off in his book where it tells us that, that, uh, that uh, this was the greatest, this was the greatest brainwashing ever in the history of mankind. And that's when these white men came out of Caucasus Mountain and took over, and they was and, and they all all their all their race goes back or forefathers go back to Esau. They all go back to Esau, and these are the same people that's running America today. It's the same people that 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 has uh, all the wealth of 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 the earth today. But what the the Bible says that that at the end. Of Esau's world, then Jacob's world begins. Who is Jacob? Is Israel right? His name was changed to Israel. And 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 when you go back and you look up all these different races, you find out the majority of the races is brown-skinned people. Who are Israel? The ones that's called African Americans. Negroes. We was even named after uh, at one time. We was named after. You're listening to exciting premium content on KCWG. You're listening to exciting premium content on KCWGTheTruth.com. To get our inheritance, it is for us. And I read the scripture where it says, "Is God wrong for what He do? Of course not. He can pick and choose whoever He wants, and He chose Israel." So, Pastor. Yes, uh, sir. You know, and it's almost the Bible. Yes, sir. From, from Genesis to Revelation. So, yeah. so Pastor Starch. Yes, your, sir. Your thoughts? Well, my 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 thoughts is is uh, that uh, that apostles' um, teaching is is on one narrative, and I just think that uh, that ha- there has to be more thought. To what he's trying to bring out, what would he need to do, and where would he need to find in the scripture to prove his point? What would that look like? Well, he needs to exegete the scripture. Good, good answer. Good, good question. Good question. Good question. You know, he needs to exegete the scripture. Let the scripture say what the scriptures say. Don't read nothing into it. And don't take nothing out of it. Well, can I? Can you guys read this scripture? Genesis 27, 39 through 40. Can somebody read that? I don't I don't have it up. So. Uh, 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 Apostle, can you read Genesis 27, chapter 39 through 40? Can you read that? All right. And Isaac, his father answered and said unto him, Behold, thy dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth and of the dew of heaven from above. Verse 40. And by the word, by the sword, shalt thou live and shalt serve thy brother. And it shall come to pass when thou shalt have dominion that thou shalt break his yoke from off thy neck. And Esau hated Jacob. Verse 41. Okay, we have to read it. Because of the blessing wherewith his father blessed him, and Esau said in his heart, 
the days of mourning for my father are at hand. Then will I slay my brother Jacob. And that's what he's been trying to do ever since. Pastor, and, and so, pa- Pastor, Pastor Starks, your thoughts on that scripture? Pastor Starks, uh, I mean, Starks, what's your, what's your thoughts on that? Basically, uh, does that prove that all the Edomites have been destroyed? Or not? What? What does that mean? I mean, I'm asking, what does that mean, that scripture mean to either one of you guys? Well, you know what, basically, well, I can't come on a scripture because I, I'm, just, I'm just reading it as, as it is right now. So I, I really can't comment on it. Uh, Apostle? Okay, I just read the scripture in the book of Hebrews. Okay, about Esau, and I don't know have have, have you guys ever heard of a uh, a uh, the apocrypha? Of course we have. Okay, it's a book that was taken out of the Bible by the Roman Catholic Church for whatever reason. Uh, you know, uh, I really don't know, uh, but uh, it talks about in there. At the end of Jacob's, at the end of Esau's reign, then will be the beginning of of uh, uh, Jacob's. And so, if if there's an end to Esau's world and a beginning to Jacob, that means that Esau still lives today. His children still lives today. Pastor Mike, okay, what's your Pastor you. Mike? I'm I'm sorry, yeah. bro. Pastor let's, Mike, your thought before. Okay, let's get. Yeah, let's get Pastor Mike. Well, yes, uh, yes I don't. Uh, I know there's some. Uh, um, I can't say that I'm qualified to uh, to talk whether the Edomites have been destroyed. I know there's some. Uh, I've heard some talk about it, but I wouldn't be qualified to talk on that point uh, just right now without really researching it, but. Uh, I don't. I really don't think <clears throat> it matters uh, as far as uh, uh, the gospel is concerned. And what what's concerning me about the apostles' talk is that uh, we have now, uh, uh, with with that type of teaching, we have now excluded a group of people that cannot be affected by the gospel. And I don't think the the Bible teaches that anywhere because the Bible lets us know for all have sinned. It comes short of the glory of God, whether we uh, belong to the Edomite race, if they're still here, or if we are uh, black and uh, Jews or whatever. I think the Bible is trying to bring forth that the, uh, uh, that the world, uh, uh, that the, the people of the world, that everybody that's born in this world is born alienated from God. Hello. They're born alienated from God, and they have to come to him by faith. Uh, because of the work that Christ has done. And we see in the work of Christ that he excludes no races. Like I said in, in Revelation, there's no races that are excluded. He said from every nation, tribe, and kindred, everybody under heaven, uh, whatever race they might be, are included uh, in this ability to come to Christ by faith. And they will be in heaven. So we look in the New Testament. Well, we got the book to the Ephesians, to the uh, uh, to the Philippians. We got books to the 
of Colossians. Now, you can't tell me that all of these people were uh, Israelites. No, because even in the book of uh, Ephesians, it was uh, trying to let us know that God had uh, brought Jew and Gentile together under one, which is Christ. So, uh, as Frank was, uh, Pastor Frank was bringing out, uh, we, uh, he's taking a lot of scriptures to me out of context. And when you do that, you can make scripture say just what you want it to say. You can make the, you can make the, uh, the Bible say anything you want it to say when you, ex- when you take it from its context. Pastor Mike, you made okay. a good point. Uh, I'm a, do we have time to let uh, Mr. Madden respond to that? Because I wanted to share another thought as well before we You're start. listening to yeah, exciting premium content on KCWGTheTruth.com. I, I read a scripture a while ago about, and we, I asked the question, do God love everybody? Yeah, one responds saying, I think and one says, yes. I read the scripture. It says, Jacob have I love, but Esau Then the Bible says, then it plainly says that is that wrong for God to do that? And it says, no, he can pick and choose who he wants to. So who are we as men to say that God can't stop one race of people from entering into heaven? Then we put ourselves in the position of the most high. Well, the and that's the same thing. I quoted to you in in, in Revelation, uh, I believe the fourth chapter, but he says that there's uh, there's people from every nation, tribe, tongue, kindred. It didn't isolate anybody. It didn't leave them out. So that scripture also. So you got to bring that into uh, into your uh, exegesis of scripture. Okay. Oh, oh, oh okay. Can I? May I read this? May I read this? Yes. Please. This is this is from. Uh, this is from our friend Ron, uh, and Ron. We had Ron. He is uh, what you call a black Israelite, um, and I. Shafar, right? Yes, right, Shafar. And I want to give props out to the brother because he is a very due diligent brother, and he requested that I read the scriptures in which he just texted me. This is uh, giving him props. Uh, Deuteronomy seven six says, and I want uh, Pastor Mike to respond to this. Um, Deuteronomy 7, 6 says, For thou art an holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God have chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all people that are upon the face of the earth. Psalms 147 and 19 says, He showeth his word unto Jacob, his, his statues and his judgment unto Israel. He have no doubt so with any nation. And as for his judgment, they have not known them. Praise ye the Lord. Romans 3 and 1. What advantage then have the Jew or what profit is there of circumcision? Uh, 3 2 says, much every way, chiefly because that unto them were committed the oracles of God. 3 3. For what if some did not believe, should their unbelief make them faith of God without an effect? 3, 4, God forbid, yea, let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written, that thou mightest be justified in thy savings, and thy thy mightiest overcome overcome when thou art judged. Romans 11, 1, I say then, hath God cast away his people? 
God forbid, for I also am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham of the tribe of Benjamin. 11.2, God have cast away his people, which he foreknew. Won't ye not what the scripture said of Elijah's, how he make it intercession to God against Israel, saying, okay, and Deuteronomy 32.8, I'll leave it with this. When the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance, when he separated the sons of Adam, he set the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. Thoughts? I don't know what you're quite trying to get out get oh. with that, because like I say, we got a lot of uh, uh, stuff taken, uh, bits is taken from uh, several different scripts, but I know that uh, God had have a, have a chosen, but those chosen were chosen for the very reason uh to bring the gospel to the whole world, not to uh, isolate uh, uh, everybody out of the kingdom. I know God, but if, when we re- when we get into the New Testament and Christ coming, He's come, coming uh, uh, after a people, and not only His chosen, He's coming after because the chosen people were chosen for the very reason to spread the gospel to those that don't know it. Okay. So we right. say that That's salvation is not only right. the Bible, salvation not only to the Jew. But to the Greek also. Okay, is uh, is Apostle Madden on there? Did you ever get him back, Apostle Madden? No, he dropped. He dropped. I want to apologize to uh, Apostle Madden. We're gonna get him back in. Uh, if you can give me a second, you gonna continue? Well, I just want to hear what Pastor Mike is saying. Uh, I, I do want to dialogue and say that uh, there are both sides to the story. There definitely needs to be some investigation. Uh, I'm a type of person, I've grown up in the church all my life and understand about the spiritual warfare. One of the things that I, I do agree with uh, Pastor Mike on is that uh, this, this, this thing we call love, this thing we call love, I, I, I've dealt with the love of God to the point where I can't imagine uh, that the love of God would not be given freely to all men that accepted Christ. That is the issue that I have. And I also agree with certain things that Pastor Madden has in certain contexts about Israel. Um, I think I'm just uh, doing my thing. We're going to take a little break. We're going to come back. We're not going to come back. We can't come back. Check this out. We're going we're we're to come back and maybe do a part two down the road because we have to finish this. But I appreciate the audience. I appreciate you pastors coming on. I appreciate Pastor Pastor or uh, Pastor Mike, Apostle Madden, DJ Rome. We're going to cut it off right here, man. And uh, I thank you very much. This has very, been very enlightening for me. I'm going to go back and do some research. And we're going to hit it back maybe next Thursday, 5 or 30 West Coast time. I hope everybody appreciated the dialogue and a little controversy. That's what we do. Check us out on uh, Facebook, Real Love, Real Talk Uncut. And give us a like and throw some suggestions and comments. I'm your host, T. Russ, DJ Rome, the articulate and the meticulous author of language. We're going to see you next week. And uh, peace. Love all. One love.
You just listened to an exclusive KCWGTheTruth.com program on our subscription premium content channel. Thank you again for your support of KCWGTheTruth.com, the best internet radio on the planet. 